0: okay uh and welcome to nerdy board and almost 30 we are back uh we recorded a podcast about it a few nights ago and it did not turn out well
1: yeah we uh, we went to go see it chapter two with uh, a couple of our buddies the itning yeah
0: the re-itning
1: and uh we recorded poorly
0: yeah so the microphone i have um has like all these different settings one for like like single direction one for like omnidirectional, and then there's like one for interviews where it w- remember when we first put the, like <laughs> we have like a table in my little like video game gaming nook and we used to like actually sit there for podcasts oh, so yeah. we had like the the microphones like set up and everything um <clears throat> but anyways this would be good for that too if we're like at that table again across from well, each that's other that's
1: true but i do like sitting on the
0: couch yeah the couch is so much easier yeah um,
1: anyway, we did a you know suboptimal job recording our thoughts on it the first time. Yeah, but we've come back not only having watched it chapter two, but having it just chapter watched chapter one, the original it with
0: yeah. the single chapter. We looked at the book for five hours. Well,
1: no. That's where my expertise comes in, because I read the yeah,
0: book. Yeah, she's, she's like the Mike of the people who have seen it. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. I'm the keeper of the book. She's the, the keeper library. Of
0: the butthole in her mouth.
1: Nuh-uh. Well, yeah, huh.
0: <laughs> Wait, really? Well, yeah. Buttholes in your mouth?
1: Wait, hey, you know. When was <laughs> the last
0: time you put somebody's butthole in your mouth?
1: I don't know. It's been like a couple months, probably. It's not like... It's been months. I don't... I don't maybe.
0: You're telling us a lot about Wimbledon.
1: Oh, what? That he's gay?
0: <laughs> Is there something wrong with
1: that no <laughs>
0: why'd you say it was such a, with such disgust
1: i don't know i'm drunk and i i thought it would be funny and it wasn't it just got i'm offended got by the shot homophobia. down
0: Woo. i'm sorry I, I, I have to take a moment to apologize to all our listeners for sarah's uh homophobic slurs
1: what? all right i'm sorry I don't yeah don't...
0: you apologize again
1: yeah i'm sorry <laughs> I didn't mean to upset
0: anyone. Yeah, well, you did. I'm upset. They're upset. We're all upset here. Oh man. Okay. Well, anyways, so <clears throat> I forgot all the amazing points we made the other night, but we can start. So, what did you think of the movie? Which one? It again.
1: Oh, it, uh, I liked it. I had a great time. Um It was a super entertaining movie. It was very funny.
0: I need mean, one of your French fries.
1: Okay. Um
0: Really <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it was really funny, and it was cast incredibly well. Cinematography on point. The sound, amazing. There were, like, a few bits that were changed from, like, the book. And since I read the book when I was, like, 11, I fucking love it. I love it now. I've reread it multiple times. I still love it. I think it's great. The ending sucks, but that's whatever. How could you end it? I don't know.
0: I found some nerds here.
1: Yeah, Moby's gonna be munching on nerds to stay on theme.
0: Yeah, fucking loser. All right, I really like that movie. Um, mm, these are good.
1: There were some, like I guess, minor issues that detract from the movie, but not from like my, my enjoyment. Um, like what? Like Mike was done differently. Um, the. The Bill subplot of having a wife never came up again.
0: Well, it's because wives are they're kind of outdated in this I day. Like, and age. Just
1: like why bring in this if you're not ever going to come back to it? Oh, like the um, the Henry Bowers. I don't think he was used enough.
0: Oh well, yeah, you complained that like uh, um, he like attacked Mike, but nothing came of it.
1: Nothing happened. He attacks two of them, and they're fine. Oh, also, it's like spoilers for everything, but whatever.
0: Shut up. <laughs> we spoil, we spoil <laughs> yeah, everything. right
1: now, immediately. You spoil my presents. day
0: constantly.
1: <laughs> I am eating
0: these walnuts now.
1: And I'm always gonna be snacking. Yeah, with, no. um, Henry Bowers, I thought, was like a super interesting character. And then the way that he was brought back into the fold in uh, the movie, in chapter two... That was really well done. He's, like, looking at the the balloon outside the window at the loony bin. Yeah. Like, you're just like, oh, man, that's the bully. What's he going to do? Oh, a bunch of nothing. That's Uh, too bad.
0: You did a pretty good job of portraying crazy, too, as, like, facial expressions and stuff. Yeah. Pulls on the little balloon. Well, it was, um... Actually, have a question for you about the book. Um, so we just watched also, like, the old, like, made-for-TV... Thing. yeah it, starring
1: seth green and that kid who played bastion in the never-ending story and tim cuddles yeah tim cuddles
0: so in that one um oh my god <laughs> in that one um like when the kid comes back the dead guy huckster or whatever his name is the guy stanley that g- the guy that gives him his oh. knife um belch huggins huggins uh In the new one, chapter two, he's just, like, a dead dude. And he doesn't say anything. He just, like, hands him the knife.
1: He was also a different character. Oh, really? Yeah. In the new one, I don't know why this change was made. It's, like, it's just another, like, ugh, this is different. Um, But Patrick Hawksetter, like, filled in the role of the other bully, uh, Butch Huggins. Belch Huggins. And that was just kind of strange because Patrick in the book was set up as this, like weird ass sociopath who's patrick patrick was the zombie who gave him the knife okay in the book he was like he had a whole little like get to knowing couple of chapters where he'd like put animals that he found around the neighborhood into this old refrigerator and suffocate them to death and then he did some gay stuff and then what the
0: homophobia again (laughs) oh he was a psychopath he did some gay things
1: it's just what happened you have to read the book it was great
0: I, I do want to read the book i was actually thinking about like i'm getting to a point where i'm old enough now that when i think about if i want to do things it's like well don't want to die without having done that <laughs> you know like
1: <laughs> this could be my last chance
0: not my last chance but i'm like well if i don't do, it's like it's like if i don't do it now i'm probably never going to convince myself to do it no, that's like fair. like it and reading the book, as somebody who hasn't read the book, right now it has a lot of momentum. Like, the second chapter of yeah. the remake came out. We're talking about it. If there's ever a time in my life where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to read that book.
1: Dude, ride that wave. Yeah. Because I read that book in middle school and I fucking loved it.
0: Yeah, but look how you came out.
1: I know, but I was already like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's funny.
0: Hmm.
1: And it just... it's it's stephen king it's like a cultural icon it's better than the stand i don't
0: think i've read a single stephen king book
1: if you read any stephen king read his uh short stories because they're easier and then read it because it's amazing
0: okay i heard what about that like is he the one that wrote the gunslinger series? yeah
1: i read the first one and i thought it was super boring so i don't know don't listen to me i guess
0: i heard those are really good
1: yeah me too but i read the first one. And i was like i don't i don't give a shit this isn't scary this isn't interesting
0: Hmm. Yeah, I'll check him out. No, I think the only authors I've really gotten into are like Kurt Vonnegut.
1: Hmm. You read a lot of um George R. R. Martin.
0: I mean, he I read A uh, Song of Ice and Fire. Then I read um, a
1: bunch of his short stories. Yeah, his short yeah. stories were
0: really fucking good.
1: Yeah, those are amazing.
0: Um. So let's see. Going back to the movie, there's a few things I w- I said the first podcast that were the only things that were heard in that podcast, but I don't expect anybody to listen to it. <laughs> we'll post it anyway yeah it's posted i
1: don't There's, think it's even the full podcast it might not
0: be we had that song that we yeah, said we had a song and at all the all end stuff <laughs> um but uh i think like overall the production quality when you look at like all you know a bunch, a bunch of different measures like the this music especially in the first half of the movie um when they're like it's 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 when you look at the situation that they're in, like, all these people left the town. So, if you don't know the plot, this might sound weird, but essentially, like, these kids have a traumatic moment when they're children with, like, a, like a weird, supernatural, like, some like seemingly magical being. hmm And then they part ways as adults, and they're all, like, absurdly successful. Yeah. Like, for, like, randomly seven kids that know each other, they all do really well for themselves once they leave town. And then when they come back, um like like they leave they don't really remember what happened when they were kids except for like this one guy who's like the anchor and he calls them all back to town so they have to have this transition of like they get like he calls them up and i think this is really hard to tell as a story like in any medium but we saw it as a movie where it's like oh these people like made a promise as children if somebody called me up about a promise i made when I was 12, I'd be like, who are you? No. <laughs> no. No, no thank you. And, like, I had to fly, like, to Maine. Like, I mean, fuck that. I'm in L.A. Like, bills, but You know, they're all <laughs> over the place. And he's like, oh, yeah, I made this promise as a kid, so I guess I have to go back there. And so they all they all end up going back and they're like, wait, wait why are we here? And there's this transition of, like, they get scared when they first get the call. And I feel like it made it, it um, was better done in part two than it was in like the original movie like the oh, movie. yeah
1: in um in the original movie like you're you're sitting there being like oh my god they're fucking crazy yeah like they're just they're going manic about it, like oh no i made a promise i gotta go i gotta go yeah
0: and it didn't seem as urgent and the actors sucked so oh they my didn't god,
1: help I know the bad. The- except for seth green seth green you're great
0: yeah seth green come back to the screen Seth Green, back James. Seth but, Green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great chant. If only there was like some sort of forum for it. Anyways. So, um, so like introducing the characters is really well done. Them going from fear and then like they all get back together and they all have like a bunch of tension because they're so scared when they first get the call. And there's that scene at the Chinese restaurant and then like there's camaraderie and like that transition from like oh apprehension like why the fuck are we here you know what's going on to oh we all like love each other and mm-hmm. this all gels really well and we all care and we're like a, we're like a solidified friend group to then like and, and i think one of the biggest parts of it was they use like the noise of having a good time and it it brings the volume overall up like the music like the score goes up their voices go up mm-hmm. and then like It starts flipping from everything's great we're all being loud because we don't give a fuck and we're having a good time to like we're all getting extreme anxiety and it just flips it over but like the crescendo never like it's never like a peak of happiness and a peak of fear yeah it's like a constant build towards that crash of like oh fuck we're all scared yeah that was like i think in the whole movie that was the that was the best example of like how the sound the acting, the writing, all kind of like coalescing to make a good um, a good movie. And it carried it kind of carried the charisma of the movie through like the the slower parts like when they're all like finding their tokens or whatever. Yeah. But
1: No, they did a good job of like bringing everyone together and making it feel like, "Oh yeah, they do have chemistry. Oh yeah, they do have a like big job to deal with." Fuck. Yeah. Like everything worked really well together. There was a good synergy of the movie.
0: And they had really, like, the the comedic moments that they threw in, I thought the timing was really good, and the way that they were introduced was really good, because, like, when that little kid first came up to Bill Hader's (laughs) character, uh, Richie, Yeah. um, Like, I was like, oh, my God, this clown's fucking with them. Yeah. And then he's like, what the fuck's going on? And And then it takes a second, and the little kid's like, it's a line from your show and then you're li- you're with the kid and you're like, Oh shit
1: Oh man, this guy's an asshole. He's ooh, they are acting crazy.
0: Yeah. It, it, uh, the acting, like and the writing did a way better job of like walking that line between like are these people crazy or and like and like and this is happening where mm-hmm. like the the made for T V one it just felt, like, a little cheesy. That could also be because it's dated.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's incredibly dated. And, like, the production was just... It was so much lower.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Tim Curry is Pennywise, though.
1: Oh, he's excellent. Yeah. He's he's creepy. He.
0: There's something about, like, playing a clown in the movies that, like, then when other people try to play that clown, it's hard to top. I mean, you see how, <laughs> like, okay. Walking Phoenix compares to... Uh, to heath ledger because i don't think uh, what's his face i like forgot like 30 seconds to midnight mars or whatever uh jared leto yeah that dude he
1: like doesn't even count
0: I mean, he plays him
1: i know but there were so few scenes that were like actually featured with him in the movie and are he those, was already a minor are character. those scenes
0: on like the blu-ray because i thought he recorded like another like, 40 bunch, minutes yeah
1: and they're bad oh you saw i'm them? glad that they left them out
0: really yeah <laughs> You watched them?
1: I, yeah, I, I don't know if I saw all of them, but I saw, like, three.
0: Where'd you see them? Online. Oh, okay. Just on YouTube. Uh.
1: No, there was like there was a whole one with, like, Harley Quinn being all like, Aha, I'm crazy. And he was all like, that was the moment he realized that he loved her. It was really lame. All of it was really lame. They, like, lengthened the scene where they're introducing harley quinn and she's like with the joker at that
0: club oh i don't remember that movie i was just gonna say we should rewatch watch it because uh, i don't remember
1: it. well actually maybe i mean i might be drunk enough tonight to rewatch it
0: okay yeah <laughs> we'll do it after this
1: that movie sucks
0: like why did will smith accept that role did they pay him like a, a lot because they must have. he's got so much money he doesn't need that
1: no he doesn't need that bad publicity either
0: yeah, that was so bad.
1: That w- it was just, like, a really long trailer.
0: I'm, like, the fucking, uh... I kept thinking about him during, uh, Mompey's game. Will Smith? Yeah, because, like, Deadshot got crucified at the beginning or whatever. <laughs> well, we, we were playing a game with, uh, with Sarah's uh, boyfriend.
1: Yeah, he's my boyfriend.
0: Your name's Sarah in this, right? Yeah. Okay. We are playing a game with Sarah's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... It was, like, based in the DC universe, and in the intro was at, like, what's his name? Deadpool? Deadeye? Deadshot? <laughs> what's his name?
1: It was Deathstroke, so it was a different character. Oh my god, wait, really? <laughs> yeah, there's a There's a Deadshot oh. and a Deathstroke. I didn't know. Deathstroke is, like, the DC equivalent of Deadpool, only serious. What? How? Well, because he's, like, an assassin. And he uses the katana and stuff. Wait, was swords. Will Smith
0: in our game or not?
1: No. That was a different character.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was very confused. <laughs> I was confused the whole I don't know anything about DC.
1: <laughs> he thought it was Will Smith the whole time. Yeah,
0: I'm like, oh man, Will Smith died. Or no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. And we're sitting there and I was like walking around like, oh yeah, this looks like the Joker didn't do this or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know how. Don't know. <laughs> and then there's like hyenas, and I was like, "Why wow, are those important?" And then I had to like think back to the Batman cartoon that I watched when I was like ten. Like,
1: yeah, Harley Quinn has hyenas.
0: Oh yeah, because they laugh. Seems expensive. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'm... The
1: Joker's. Oh no, this is too expensive. I'm not gonna do it. How,
0: how do? What... There's so many bureaucracies that he doesn't seem to give a shit about that you'd have to navigate to get hyenas.
1: Mm, he pays taxes. He does? Yeah, he's got a whole thing where he's like, I don't mess with the IRS.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Like, pays a bunch of taxes. Oh, Mowgli's too popular.
0: Okay. Our friend might come over. Oh, cool. Okay, but when you come in, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> ha! All right. So anyways, uh, (coughs) anything else to say about it? Because I feel like we got derailed because we're, we talked for like an hour about it last time. Yeah, we did. And now we're like, it's been like 12 minutes or something. Okay, I guess
1: we're done.
0: Uh, What Um, else is good?
1: um, I can think of more criticisms. Like the, the whole ritual of Chud was weird.
0: You're the ritual of Chud.
1: Yeah, it's kind of true, I guess. It's a whole coming-of-age ritual. No, it's just, it's kind of silly because obviously it's going to be easier to get all of that exposition in, in a book. So, I mean... Yeah, especially a
0: book as thick as that.
1: Yeah, it's like a thousand pages long.
0: Yeah, the book's like... They do a
1: lot of explaining, and there's only so much explaining that you can do visually. They did have a few voiceovers. The suicide note voiceover... That was weird. Which one? Stans.
0: In the movie?
1: Yeah, in the in the new movie, where he's like, this is not a suicide note, but I knew that this had to happen this way. Yeah, he
0: didn't have to say it wasn't a suicide note, because literally he killed himself and had something to say before he died, yeah. and that's why he wrote it. That's like what, functionally, that's what it is. that's what a suicide note does.
1: Yeah, well, this is what happened, and this is why I did it. That's what a suicide note is, and that's what he did. And he killed himself in his sweet-ass bathtub. That was kind of silly, but I mean, I understand why you'd have to do that. You like, you need a bit of exposition that's just like blatant like that.
0: In the in the in the in the original movie, who was the most compelling character for you?
1: Pennywise.
0: No, out of the kids.
1: Um, it'd probably be Eddie. Cause Eddie seemed the most scared.
0: Hmm. What about in the new one?
1: The new one um Link, Richie or Beverly
0: hmm.
1: but they had the most screen time also. Did they? Yeah it seemed like it anyway.
0: For me in the new one I thought Eddie was great because he was like funny all- and uh he got stabbed in the face <laughs> Yeah that's funny. And then like, the coolest scene in the whole movie was when he got stabbed in the face and, the, like, crazy kid is, like, laughing. Like, here's the old man <laughs> who used to be a kid is, like, laughing at him. And then he, like, backs away into the bathtub and, like, looks at the guy and, like, laughs while like, he closes <laughs> it to, like, placate him while he's, like, fuck this. And he stabs him through the shower curtain. That was so cool. Yeah,
1: that was awesome.
0: And the, the, we went to see it with somebody who hadn't seen it before. And, like, I had to pee and she had to pee. And I was like, "All right, if we hurry up, like the best part of the movie is coming up. But if we hurry up, we can get back before it happens." And only I was back when the stabbing <laughs> happened. Yeah, I was she like,
1: completely missed it. That's really
0: regrettable. Yeah, and I was like, "I was like, oh, you missed the part I was talking about." She's like, "I did, oh!" And I was like, "Yeah."
1: Hey, man, you gotta pee. You gotta pee.
0: You gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah,
1: that's Just like what that means.
0: And Malcolm said, "Who?" Jeff Goldblum in, uh, Jurassic Park.
1: You gotta go, you gotta go.
0: When the lawyer ditches the children <laughs> he and goes to the bathroom. He gets his
1: head, but yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's like, he, he's like, oh. And he's like, well, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Um, that's a good movie.
1: That is a good movie.
0: I was, I was, I saw an article somewhere. I don't know if it was an article or, like, a YouTube video. It's hard to tell the difference these days, like, <laughs> where you get your ideas from. But, uh it was about how like the why the cgi in jurassic park holds up and it like it it if you watch jurassic world there's like obvious cgi and it doesn't Mm -hmm. hold up as well and one of the points they were making if i can remember correctly was that like they spent so much time and used it so sparingly in Mm -hmm. jurassic park
1: yeah because a lot of it was practical effects
0: yeah and they also did things with like um the way the camera moved so, like, the example they used was, like, the Brachiosaurus scene, mm-hmm. where they're in the Jeep, and then they look up at the Brachiosaurus. And there's two really similar scenes. Like, there's another scene like that in one of the Jurassic World movies. But in the Jurassic World movie, it's, like, a wide shot. So, you, like, the Brachiosaur is within the frame with the subjects.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. And so you then can make it, the comparison.
0: And, and, well, you can just see it, so it, like, kind of makes everything smaller. Whereas, like, in Jurassic Park... Actually, that might be part of it, but in Park, what they did is they, like, start from, like, behind the heads of the people watching or, like, looking up at it, and then they pan up and then <clears throat> zoom in so that, like, you never see the entire dinosaur in one shot. It's, like, you see them looking up, and then you see, like, this beast, and you're yeah. kind of seeing it from their perspective instead of seeing, like, this, like, drone perspective of, like, everything.
1: Which helps it look a lot bigger, too. Yeah, the like...
0: scale, the impressiveness, and, like, that shot... It, i mean they over like i think another part of that the whole point was like you can oversaturate your movie with cgi and it 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 cheapens the effects because Mm -hmm. like you're still probably playing these cgi people the same amount so like they don't have as much time to concentrate (laughs) on making it i don't don't know why but like when there's more shots with more cgi that team has to do like has to make cut more edges to get as Mm -hmm. much done
1: no that makes sense
0: there's a movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio called Blood Diamond. Yeah. Where they use a lot of CGI, but they only use it in the background. And so, like, I think, I forget what country the movie takes place in, but it's, like, a very mountainous country. Mm-hmm. And what they do is, like, off in the distance, they, like, add mountains and stuff. Like, they, they use it in the background to create, like, the atmosphere, but they don't use it, like, as the focal point.
1: Yeah, it's more of, like, an enrichment.
0: Yeah. I think 3D, like the movies that use 3D really well, did that. Yeah. That, did that. Like yeah. the Hobbit. The Hobbit was like the best example of the 3D movie. It's so
1: cool. They did such a good job. I and mean, I'm really not a fan of 3D. I don't like paying more. I don't like wearing glasses. I don't think that the effect is really worth it.
0: Oh. I remember when 3D was new? What they tried to do was like get it to come out your face. Yeah. And I was like. I don't it
1: looked know. cheesy. Yeah, it was just like, oh, okay, I get it. And then you see like the obvious, oh, this scene is for three D effect. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, cool.
0: Yeah, and I've seen I, I like I've always categorized three D into two different buckets. One is three um, D that comes out of the screen towards audience, and then three D that recedes into the screen to create like mm-hmm. uh, space. I think the second is much more effective.
1: Yeah. I think the first is a lot more seductive.
0: I think it was... I think it's a better demonstration of the technology. And, yeah. like, for people who are like, I want to wanna be cool. Like, we've got to show it off. Woo Yeah. It
1: comes out. It's like it touches you, like the Terminator in 1995. Do you
0: remember when I first got the, the 3D television and we got that 3D porn?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the only thing that stuck out of you is that bitch's foot.
1: I... The, like, most things... The most amazing part was, like, they really looked like they were on that couch. Yeah. (laughs) Like, man, that couch. She's like, ooh, that furniture looks real. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't like, oh, wow, their boobs are popping out. It was like a boner. (laughs) It was just like, they are on that couch. It was like a weird kind of depth thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, like, when 3D's done really well, it's, like, almost as if you're looking... Through a window mm-hmm. into another room, <laughs> with like the depth thing, and you're like, "Whoa, okay." Oh, wow,
1: that looks very realistic. You no, know, I recently uh, deleted the 3D porn from my computer. Oh. And I was like, "I don't need this." Yeah,
0: we, <laughs> we watched it like 100 years ago.
1: We watched like two minutes of this and was like, "Oh, neat," and yeah. then stopped.
0: <laughs> hey, you watched two minutes.
1: I watched two minutes. I'm not a degenerate.
0: What else happened in it? Um, I don't know. Bill Hader, I think, uh, and the Eddie character, those two adult actors did really well. The casting? The casting that was another incredible. thing where it was like, usually in movies when there's like kids and then adults, you're like, okay, I have to like, uh, suspend disbelief and be like, that is the adult version of that person.
1: Yeah, you're like, okay, fine. They're using the same name for this adult. That's all right. I believe it because I have to. Yeah,
0: like, uh, okay. But,
1: like, fucking eddie's adult counterpart i was like did did they just freeze time and allow just this kid to grow up because it looks like the same person is this his older brother is this his dad
0: right like i want to see uh you know it'd be interesting we'll google Google this later to see if there's any youtube videos that have like both casts together yeah um the other one was like ben and i thought that one was impressive Mm because ben as a kid is like a little fatty and then as an adult he's like some like hot dad guy walking around <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah he's like oh i lost all the weight but like kept the eyes yeah his eyes and his brow were the same like he even it has, was like believable. expressions
0: like they, it was so fucking good um bev was okay it's like okay we got a redhead
1: yeah I lose like it.
0: the 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 bev adult had like a narrower face than the bev kid mm-hmm. like just like the skull was different that's why she was kind of not as good Bill looked nothing.
1: Yeah, no. I think, like, with Bev and Bill, they just wanted those actors more than they wanted someone who looked exactly like the kid.
0: Yeah, with Bill, they should have cast a guy who was, like, uh, Marty McFly's dad. (laughs) But if they could have found him, like, 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, they should have done that.
0: Like, when Willard came out. (laughs) That's what he looked like. Alright. And then, uh... I I don't think any of the other characters, like, looked very much like themselves, like... Uh, Bill Hader did not look like the Richie Kid. No. Richie Kid has a very pointy chin. Bill Hader's got, like, a rectangle head.
1: Yeah. No, that's true.
0: Um, who else was there? I don't even remember the other characters. They're all boring.
1: Mike. Mike was super boring in this.
0: Yeah, Mike was like, hey guys, I'm kind of crazy, and I got this bag.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The like it was a bizarre way to introduce like it as a multi generational evil. Oh no, guys, he's been around for long enough for these Native Americans to get upset.
0: My favorite thing in the the okay, in like the old T V version was how like when they see Pennywise in like the little book it looks like a children's, like, illustration. Yeah. It's like a children's book illustration. It's like, but he's doing things that he, like, never did in New... He's, like, lighting a building on fire. They have, like, a little pencil drawing of him being
1: a pyromaniac. Like, this mean face. Like, oh, hey, I did this.
0: Yeah, like, Pennywise can burn people? Fuck yeah, he can. What? Why, why he does just, he just do why that? Why does he just do that when they're sleeping at the inn? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I. If I was it wasn't be powerful
1: like, enough then. <laughs> I need people
0: like to be real. This, fire was like the newest technology back then.
1: Back when that was supposedly drawn. drawn? Yeah.
0: What other sources of energy did they have?
1: No. Okay. Let's see. Yeah.
0: Wind. Water. Well, that doesn't count.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah it's a stone age drawing of pennywise lighting yeah. fires stone
0: age lithograph litho
1: stone
0: uh-huh <laughs> yeah i know that one i know you know that's why i said it you dumb
1: i that's why i heard it shut up no
0: hmm beverly's dad was cool
1: I didn't like the um,
0: molestation overtones. The molestation station. What's that from? <laughs> That's nothing.
1: That's not from anything. I said it. You said the complication station. Oh. Which I thought was so funny. I wrote a poem about it.
0: Really? What's the yeah. poem?
1: Complication station.
0: How does it go?
1: I don't know. It all. They all end. All the lines end in Asian. I did it for an open mic at one
0: point the complication station yeah what was i saying in reference to
1: i don't know you're talking about some girl like, i don't know why she needs to make it the complication station <laughs> <I was> like, <gasps> that's hilarious that is really good
0: <laughs> oh remember uh, when uh jessica would like keep a uh, like notes on the stupid things we said <laughs> yeah there's the other one that was like the put your butt in the shut up machine
1: <laughs> uh, we should put the lettuce in the refrigerator
0: you should put your butt in the shut up machine. Is that what she said?
1: Yeah, so was something about putting away groceries. <laughs> <laughs> that's what made it come about.
0: I'm such a dick. So he's just like, "Hey, we should put the groceries away." You know, you should shut up.
1: <laughs> Basically,
0: <laughs> that's you. <laughs> yeah, I'm funny. <sighs> it's
1: okay to be mean. So long as it's funny.
0: Yeah, no, like levity wins you points
1: yeah that way you could be like oh it's just a joke and it is because everyone's laughing yeah if no one's laughing and you say it was just a joke then you did something wrong and you yeah. should just apologize yeah
0: like one time i was hanging out with like this five-year-old
1: mm-hmm. and
0: i was like 13 or something okay and i started like spanking her butt a little bit all right and everybody's like what are you doing i was like oh, i'm just kidding and she was like crying and her butt was all red and i was like don't worry about that
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and
0: nobody was laughing and Ooh. i didn't get it i thought i wanted to laugh that was not a true story. I literally <laughs> came up with that on the spot.
1: Yeah. Once you came up with the spanking, I was like, no, you didn't.
0: Yeah, no, I don't spank children. Um, unless they've been bad.
1: Unless they're adults.
0: Sure. <laughs> um, no. no. <laughs> there was this one time a little girl was drowning and I went in and saved her. Uh-huh. And then I regretted it.
1: Oh, what? Yeah. You're yeah, like, she's just...
0: Yeah, I should have let her drown. She was such a little cunt. So, like, uh, my mom was, like, crazy about the gym, right? And she became friends with, like, these two, like, gym rats Ugh. who had two two young girls. One of them was, like, older and nerdy. The other one was, like, she looked like she should have gone to, like, little, uh, like, uh, what are they called? Beauty pageants. She was, like, a little shit. So,
1: like, <laughs> so, some pretty little girl.
0: Yeah, some pretty little girl who was, like, prissy as fuck. Anyway, she didn't know how to swim, and she was, like, six, and I was like, that's way too old to not know how to swim. Yeah. I knew how to swim, and I was saying this is, I, I had to be, like, 12 or thir- 13. I hope you knew how to swim. And I was playing with my uh, Neo action figure. I had, like, Neo and Morpheus and shit. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I was playing underwater, so it automatically slowed down my action, so it looked like the Matrix so like... That is like, very cool. I could, like, cool. flick my wrist and throw the Neo character, and he'd be, like... <sighs> and, like rotate very slowly and i was like this is badass so i'm like playing 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 <clears throat> i get out of the pool and i'm like sitting on one of the chairs and the adults are like fretting over the um the food and now like knowing how much of a slut my mom is like i'm pretty sure my mom was fucking this couple
1: oh my god Because she
0: was way too obsessed with them
1: all right yeah okay
0: like we were over there all the time and my stepdad wasn't too happy about us being over there all the time <laughs> And so, like, and I remember being like, it's really weird. Like, I don't like these kids, but I'm kind of being forced to, like, be friends with them. Yeah. So, I guess I'll just terrorize them or something. I don't know what to do. Um. Anyways. Naturally. So, I'm sitting on this, like, uh, on the chair, and this girl's, like, in a donut, right? And she's, like, I see her kind of, like, putting her, her belly button kind of on the donut and looking into the water.
1: Oh, no. What an idiot.
0: Yeah, I know. She, was, she didn't know how to swim. Of course she's an idiot. And she uh she's like her head's already underwater and then she slips in and it doesn't make a splash
1: well children drown without a sound yeah that was written on a truck when i was in high school
0: what okay i I don't know why i mean as a warning or as instructions so anyways (gasps) (laughs) um so like i see her flip over her little donut flips over she slips into the water with without a sound (laughs) and uh i look over at the adults and they're just like barbecuing away And then I look back at her, because usually, like, if you slip into the water, like, you hit the bottom, and then you, like, push off of it to come back up. Yeah. But I just kind of, like, leaned in and looked at her, and what she was doing instead of, like, swimming or anything, she was just flailing in place, but not moving up or down.
1: She was totally panicking.
0: Yeah, she's just panicking, like, flailing, flailing, flailing. Like, and the way she did it is, like, she would pull each limb in and then push it out with, like, a lot of force, but, like, instead of, like, using all your limbs together to go in one direction, yeah. she's just pushing water away in every direction. Oh so God. I was like, oh, God, like, this girl's dumb. So I watch her and I watch her and I'm like, should I? <laughs> Shouldn't I? I? I should. It'd be really fucked up to let some kid die just because they're kind of, they yeah. was get in trouble. So I do the nice thing. I, because I, I used to be, like, I was on a swim team at the time. I've always been really, like, good in the water. Yeah. So, like, I dive in the water, grab her, lift her out, and she goes, like, like, ah, ah, screams. Then the parents turn around and look at me, and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, your job, you fucking ungrateful piece yeah, of the shit. Saving
1: this asshole from drowning to death.
0: Yeah, I was like, she fell in the water, and I got her out, but because I'm in trouble, I wish I wouldn't have. Then she'd be dead, and you guys would be in trouble instead of me.
1: No, I probably would have blamed you anyway.
0: I don't care. It'd be funnier if they were, like, like, me being in trouble over some girl drowning is way worse than you being a parent and caring about barbecuing meat more than your daughter being dead.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Did they just, did you remain in trouble?
0: No, I, like, no. Okay. I don't think so.
1: Because that would be crazy.
0: No, no, no. I just take any suspicion of guilt extremely personally, especially oh, okay. when I'm 12. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> like,
1: why would you believe the worst in me?
0: Yeah. You <laughs> cunts.
1: It's totally unbelievable that I would be terrorizing these children.
0: I wouldn't be killing them. That's true. And I could have let her die.
1: Easily. I'm glad you didn't.
0: Next time, <laughs> I'm going to pretend to be a clown and like say scary things at them while they're dying.
1: Are you just going to like whisper at her under the water?
0: Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was cool. I thought it was really well done. It's like one of... God, like, it was really funny. The production value was really good. Like, every... it was firing on all cylinders for me.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping that it really, like, catalyzes, or at least, like, keeps this wave of good horror coming.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, for the last year, it's been pretty decent.
0: And th- that movie was like funnier than it was scary.
1: <laughs> I know, it was really silly.
0: But it wasn't funny because like I feel like some horror movies are funny because they're trying to be scary but they fail. Yeah. Like this wasn't that. It this wasn't was just...
1: taking itself too seriously.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. the
1: made for TV movie, which is funny because it's stupid and old.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I liked it. I'd see it again. I liked it way better than the first one. Really? Yeah. first one was kind of meh. I don't,
0: I don't... I've only seen the first one once, and that was in theaters. I feel like we should watch it again.
1: Okay, I'd be down. Um... The first one, um, what I liked best were the bullies. Otherwise, it was just kind of like, eh. Mm. This, is, this is good, I guess. All of the scary things are just, like, asymmetrical. So that's kind of weird. Um, it wasn't that scary. And, like, the whole, oh, these kids are charming didn't hit me as hard as I guess it should have.
0: Wow, you're growing up. Because you've always been about, like, children and, like, how sexy you find them and all that. Yeah,
1: no, but, like, the bullies were the sexy (laughs) children.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying.
1: The bullies were too sexy, and the younger kids weren't sexy enough. There's my criticism. I
0: see, I see. No,
1: Beverly was, like, too confident. I didn't like that. For someone who's being bullied all the time, she, like, was really confident around Ben, which I thought was strange. She's, like, kind of negging him with the whole new kids on the block thing. I didn't like that very much. Mm -hmm. Eddie isn't as, like, weak as he's supposed to be. I don't know, I'm I'm upset that all of these kids are too confident, basically.
0: Yeah, because then you can't predict create on them.
1: Yeah, that's what I want to do. Bang
0: Beverly. No, you want to bang Beverly. You bang like a Stan. Which one's Stan?
1: Stan's the Jew
0: who kills the himself. Dead one? Yeah, that would be <laughs> Yeah, well, you'd be the catalyst.
1: No, it was the cat. I could be it.
0: You keep harping about how it's a she. She is. <laughs> She has babies. She she has babies? Yeah. In the book? Yeah. Wait, what? Yes. Okay, so what happens in the book?
1: In the book, she's like this ancient alien evil that has crash-landed on Earth during like some dinosaur age, and she's reproducing at the end of it. Like, she turns into the gross giant spider that's in the end of the original and, like, kind of the remake. So it doesn't have a clown face anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it was
1: kind of strange, but it was really scary, I guess. I don't know. And um, they notice that there's all these eggs around, and they have, like, a really fun time stamping out the eggs. What? Stephen King doesn't know how to end his stories. Like, it's it's fine.
0: Oh, so the joke in the movie is about him? Oh, yeah. Does, is that written into the book? No.
1: This was, like, written in 86 or something. Like, it was in the mid-80s when he was still flying high on cocaine.
0: I always feel like if I were to do cocaine now, not that I'm admitting I've ever done it, but, like, it probably isn't as good as the stuff they had in the 80s. Yeah,
1: probably not. Everything else gets better.
0: I don't know, I just feel like Coke is, like now, at least to me, my perception of Coke is it's kind of like a trashy drug.
1: Yeah. I'm just
0: like, oh, yeah, that's
1: nice. I've never really gotten the euphoria from cocaine that I've never done Brett cocaine. Easton Ellis talks about. Who's that? He's the guy who did American Psycho did and boyfriend. Less Than Zero. My boyfriend. Brett Easton Ellis. He loves Coke and Quaaludes.
0: I wish quailies were real. They sound fun.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. Lewds. Then you can say, like, I'm getting lewd off of lewds. That would be fun. (laughs) That would be cool. Yeah, if only drugs were better.
0: If only all drugs are illegal. I don't understand the problem with them.
1: Yeah, because a lot of the problems seem to stem from them being illegal. Yeah. Like... Like, (laughs) If it were illegal, then, like, you'd be able to get medical treatment easier, and prices would be more standardized, quality would be more standardized.
0: That's weird. Yeah. What's really interesting to me is, like, how uh, drugs and, like, Christian values have been conflated, because, like, I don't think there's any, like and I'm rusty on it, but, like, I don't remember any mentions in the Bible of, like, not doing substances that alter your mind. Like, Jesus turned water into wine to get everybody drunk. Yeah. Like, what? I don't... That seems like a stretch to me. That, like, the homosexuality thing seems like a stretch to me, like, that being a bad thing. Mm I don't remember that being in the Bible as a big thing.
1: Yeah, because like, I think it was about as bad as having sex with a woman on her period.
0: Yeah. I do that all the time.
1: Yeah. Like, that's fine. Extra horny period sex, it's awesome.
0: That's like, I'm gonna stab you, and whatever. Yeah. (laughs) What?
1: You just had a realization. Yeah, I'm not going to share it. I know! That's why I was looking at you and I didn't say it, and then
0: you said what? Yeah, because you you're staring at me like a weirdo. Well,
1: I was derailed.
0: You're going to get railed by a dog. No. On cocaine. Ugh. Coke dog. Alright, well, we didn't really talk about it as much as we did in the first podcast. Um, I think one of the things that we talked about in the first podcast was like homosexuality in the movie.
1: Oh, yeah, how, like, Richie's gay. I thought that that was dumb. I thought that that... I, what I really thought was weird about that was that they had these homosexual undertones for Richie in a movie that showed a gay kiss. Like, they already went there.
0: Okay, I kind of want to revisit the problematic thing with, like, being able to identify with a gay character only when, act like, violence is acted upon them.
1: Yeah, now that there's just straight people talking, let's get into this.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I just thought of something. (laughs) I I invite any of our gay listeners to come back and discuss this.
1: I invite all of our gay listeners to come back and and discuss this.
0: I don't want thousands of people in our living room. (laughs) Thousands. Thousands. All right. So, like, so I see how it's problematic to, like, Pigeonhole gay people into like oh you're only a person if violence is acted upon you but I also see that violence as an as a as a vehicle to spread empathy to people that might not have it otherwise for that character what the hell
1: a puppy just came in
0: I thought that was Jennifer
1: no it's a puppy you sure? yeah
0: so like okay it's problematic but I also think it's like complaining about people that like oh you included gay characters like they could have just not
1: yeah i mean that's what i'm saying about richie's weird love stories they could have just not go away no he's not listening
0: there's a dog here you're caught up in the wires go away
1: cute little puppy get out of here can't visit
0: (laughs) anyways um I agree that it didn't make sense that like they had to make those characters gay when there was like a gay character in the beginning, but making one of the main characters gay was, so I guess, I guess like what's more inclusive and what's better for LGBT community as a whole, like including one of the main characters as gay or not?
1: I have no idea.
0: that's that's kind of where i see like the the distinction actually we gotta call uh michael back to have that conversation yeah because it's like oh well i mean it's being inclusive and they yeah there might be violence being acted upon them as this trope and yeah it's bad to show that this is the only way you can like identify with that type (laughs) of person you know whatever like the minority is but at the same time like at least the filmmakers making an attempt to make the audience regardless of their persuasion have empathy for a character that might not be like them
1: right and if like the criticism is that we only feel sympathy for this gay character because he lost his romantic interest if like if that's what's that issue that is like a huge trope for feeling sympathy for a straight man is that he lost his family yeah like that's like the the punisher that's
0: it seems like 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 if you drew a venn diagram right and you're like is this just gay gay people and like people that are in pain because a loved one was lost like yeah there's the overlap but is that problematic because that half of that venn diagram exists Mm -hmm. outside of like the gay characters i don't know yeah we'll have to invite michael back that's a that's a podcast topic for next time
1: i think this seems like the biggest issue would be that we have to see people die at all in order to feel sympathy for any character
0: but i mean why hmm I, I mean loss is easily relatable. I don't I don't see that as a problem either. That's just something that happens in life. You know people they die and then you feel bad. Yeah. Like why is that as well a if they like t-
1: die violently? It's worse somehow. Why? I don't know, violence is bad.
0: It's losing someone to violence versus something that like Violence is a tricky thing because there's always a perpetrator of violence, and then the victims always have to ask themselves why. Whereas, like, if it's something like old age, disease, that kind of stuff, like, we already understand pretty well.
1: Well, and you can't really get revenge against that.
0: Yeah. Like, there's no... So, you know... I don't think there's a hierarchy there. I think, I think if anything, it's like violence elicits more empathy or more pity. Because you're like, oh... Like it could have been avoided
1: mm-hmm.
0: i mean, i think the only thing that does like even more of that than violence is like a like an accident
1: yeah
0: because of negligence right because the, then the person that perpetrated the violence on the victim is also f- feels really bad about it because they didn't intend. they didn't
1: it. mean to do it yeah
0: that's like that's the one layer above and you but, get
1: like double guilt
0: yeah and then you get, like, people that, like, hate them, even though it wasn't their fault, but it was their fault, and, like, mm-hmm. but it wasn't their intention, so somehow that, like, absolves them or whatever.
1: Yeah, we should, we should just get, uh, another podcast on, uh, homosexual representation.
0: Yeah, we'll have a couple special guests for that one. I might mean, think of a few. Well, we're... Hitting 50 minutes here. Alright, that sounds decent. Yeah, that sounds good. I have to pee. You're not allowed to pee.
1: What? I'm gonna. And
0: I'll you're gonna on, like it. I'm gonna pee on your eyes. You're not. Really?
1: No, don't pee on my eyes.
0: I'm gonna mute this really quick. No! Because I'm totally gonna pee on your eyes.
1: No, don't pee on my eyes. Why not? I don't want you to. I'm using my eyes for vision. I'm wearing mascara.
0: Use your nose. You're not yeah. wearing mascara. I... Why are you lying to me? No, I am. See, when I say I'm going to pee on you, I'm not lying. When you say you're wearing mascara, I can see you're not wearing mascara. I am. What is it, invisible? No. Do you have eyelashes? Yeah. Come closer.
1: No, you're going to pee on me. Yeah,
0: my dick's not out. Come closer.
1: It's out. His dick is out. Help. He's going to pee on my eye
0: that happen in the office with like dwight <laughs> and he's like recording something <laughs> cool well uh it part two uh i think the verdict is go see it
1: good movie worth twelve dollars
0: yeah it was really good um
1: it's better if you're drunk
0: get wasted
1: yeah I think that helped but it was still a good movie and i enjoyed it
0: yeah it was and you fun. should
1: read the book
0: yeah Cool. Well, uh, have a good one. Enjoy your night. Bye.